Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, madam of a secret society, author of Permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and remove the mask. These are the secrets women keep. Hi, and welcome to the secrets women keep. I'm your host and confidant, Lauren White. And today we are going to talk about you becoming unapologetic. Because <laughs> you want this. I know you want this. You're asking for it. You require it to get to the next stage of your personal growth and to go deeper with your fullest expression and your identity. And it's not so secret that you keep apologizing. So we're going to talk about that today. And I am going to give you five steps to becoming unapologetic. You know you want this. So first of all, why are you apologetic? Why are you always saying sorry? Why are you doing that over and over and over and over and over again? You are moving through life saying sorry for everything because you are attached to the mask of palatability. Yep, the mask of palatability is the mask that you wear in order to try and people please and conform to what you think other people want you to be. And I want to emphasize that word think. It's what you think or what you perceive other people want you to be. You don't actually know all the time. You might think you know, but you don't always know. So you wear this mask of palatability to keep yourself safe, to conform, to fit in. And please know that fitting in is not the same as belonging. Fitting in is making sure that you look and sound and move like everyone else. That is not true belonging. Belonging is when you step into a group or you step into a space with someone else and you are wholly accepted and seen and loved as you are and you feel a connection flow from that being seen. So they're very different things, fitting in and belonging. The mask of palatability likes to fit in. It just wants to make sure that it's not going to be rejected. That's why you wear it. And to dig a little deeper into that word palatability, palatability could be a great thing. It might be what you want to be in your life. But if you're listening to this, I'm really questioning if you're in the right place. Palatability is to me is like like a cracker that everyone or nearly everyone can tolerate or will just go, yeah, it's good, but it's not great and it's not interesting and it's not dynamic and palatability feels very much like cardboard to me. Like, yeah, I can stomach it, but I don't desire it. 
I don't yearn for it and I don't look forward to it and I don't get goosebumps about having that experience or eating that thing. And you moving through life with the mask of palatability is like moving through life as a cracker, that kind of palatable cracker that most people can swallow, but not a lot of people get excited about or feel really connected to or feel like they can see really well. There's a cover up there. And I don't want you to wear that cover up anymore. I don't want you to wear that mask. And it's really uh, something that I'm intensely driven to help women remove at this point in time and for years to come. One of the biggest compliments I received last year was when I did one-to-one coaching with Angela Gallo, who is has been a guest on the podcast. So definitely go back and listen to her episode after this. She said to me, she looked at me in one of our sessions and said, you are so palatable, Lauren. I'm like, mm. I was sitting there in my navy jumper, <laughs> my very safe outfit. And I was like, fuck, yeah, you're right. I am very palatable. I was, yeah, it was a time in my life when I wasn't clear on my colors or my branding or I was just in no man's land. And it was one of the best things anyone could ever say to me because it was the truth. I would rather hear the truth and have it sting a little than just have someone pat me on the head and say, you're great, you're awesome, you're doing so good, but not give me any feedback so that I can grow. Those words were a gift and I didn't necessarily, I ran with some of those words straight away and some of them I didn't. And the more I noticed, the more I ran with not being palatable, the more unapologetic I became. So I want you to really hear that piece. The more that you step away or attempt to remove the mask of palatability, the more unapologetic you're naturally going to become. If you are still attached to that mask of palatability, you are going to remain disconnected from being unapologetic. So if being unapologetic is something that you want, you need to stop being the damn stale cracker. You need to stop being the cardboard cutout version of yourself, plonking yourself, you know, every here, there and everywhere in whatever situation and contorting yourself to fit in to whatever situation or whatever a person is in front of you. That is very exhausting and keeps you disconnected from all of your juice and your essence, which there are people like me out there that are wanting to connect with you, but I can't right now. I can't connect with the mask of palatability because it won't allow your soul to be felt. Mm. I didn't really realize how unapologetic I was until I got it as a compliment recently. I had someone get on a connection call with me and say, you are so unapologetic. I was like, oh, oh, okay, I I am. And she, I might not have put it that way, but in my head I was going, oh, I am, I am unapologetic. She said, you were late for a call because I did a a coaching container recently, a free coaching container. And on the Saturday, (laughs) I was starting to feel tired from the week. And on the Saturday morning, I was due on a call at 8am my time. In the morning, Ed goes, get up, get up. (laughs) Like, what time is it? 
He's like, I ain't 15. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> I'm meant to be on a call right now. Like, this doesn't look good. And I brushed my teeth. I chucked a jumpsuit on and I ran downstairs <laughs> and just got on the call and didn't say sorry. I just said I woke up late and I didn't apologize. There was nothing I could say sorry for. I wasn't going to say sorry for being human. I wasn't going to I wasn't going to like go bang on and on and on about what happened. It just happened. There was nothing I could do to reverse time or undo any of that. So, yeah. (laughs) So this woman witnessed that and she gave me that feedback. She said, you didn't sit there saying sorry, you didn't. And, um, yeah, that felt good to hear that back. I've really learned over the years from, uh, and watching how much I say sorry and seeing other women do it. And it's like, oh, God, like saying sorry every second minute. Like, sorry, 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 sorry. No, stop it. <laughs> I'm going to take it further than that, though. I'm not just going to tell you to stop it because that's very helpful. Let's go a little bit deeper and let's help you become unapologetic. The first step is you need to decide to be unapologetic. Everything starts with a decision. You need to decide that you are worthy of being unapologetic, that you are willing to be unapologetic, that you dare to be unapologetic. Starts with that decision. Don't start skipping ahead, doing all the other stuff without deciding. Deciding is your anchor. It's your line in the sand and it's what you come back to when you lapse because you are going to lapse in being unapologetic. You are going to slip back into your I'm sorry, I'm sorry state a number of times, who knows how many. However, if you have made a decision, you are less likely to stay in that protracted state of sorry. You're going to come back and be like, wait a minute, I decided. I decided this is not what I was going to do anymore and this isn't who I'm going to be. So make that decision to become unapologetic. I am deciding right now in this moment in time, I'm going to be unapologetic. Yes. Full stop. Not because, because, and then so blah, blah, just full fucking stop. Got it? (laughs) Your second step to becoming unapologetic is stop saying sorry. (laughs) Stop saying sorry. I'm going to give you something to practice with. Practice in the small moments that are repetitive. They hold a lot of power and make up the bigger picture. When you next bump into someone at the supermarket, at the shops, a stranger, getting off the bus, whatever, I want you to really notice before you go to say sorry, Did you do something wrong or did someone bump into you? Is it really your sorry to give? Is it your sorry to say? I will notice in myself and in other women, we will say sorry as a form of self-protection in that moment so that we don't experience some sort of retribution, so that we don't get rejected. Check in whether it's your sorry to give. If it's not your sorry to give, don't say it. Sorry for what? Sorry for standing here? Sorry for moving in what was a free space until you entered my personal space? Stop saying sorry in the small moments. 
That is one of your keys to becoming unapologetic. And when you don't say sorry, own it. Own it. Which brings me to step number three. Detach yourself from what people think of you. Using that supermarket example, so what if someone thinks you're cold or a bitch or unfriendly or insert whatever undesirable outcome here? So what? You know you're not a bitch. You know you're not cold. You know you're not unfriendly. You know that about yourself. You are none of those things. So put your Wonder Woman buffers up. Deflect, deflect, deflect. (laughs) Don't absorb what you think other people will think of you, which you don't even know, especially if they're strangers. And deflect, deflect, deflect. Detach yourself. In order to be unapologetic, you cannot be caught up in what everyone else thinks of you. It's incompatible. Being unapologetic is a form of being in ownership and being you without a billion explanations for it. Detach yourself from what other people think. Who cares? Will you ever see that person again? Will this have a major impact on your life or their life? Probably won't. There's a difference between being rude and not apologizing for a mistake that you made and not saying sorry when you actually did nothing wrong or didn't make a move that affected someone else. They're very different things. You'll say sorry when you do something wrong. Trust that. Wrong. It's not even the word wrong is wrong in itself. <laughs> but when you do something that you want to own up to, when you do something that you know you need to own up to, trust, you'll say sorry then. Being unapologetic is not about never saying sorry. It's about not apologizing for the moments in time where there's no need to apologize. That's what being unapologetic is about. It's also about step number four, which is accepting that you belong and accepting that you exist. You exist. You are here in the first place. You are a whole human being. You exist. I see you. I hear you. Stop saying sorry for your existence. You belong when you say you belong. That's part of being unapologetic. Stop saying sorry for your existence. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It is not magnetic. Everything that you want is on the other side of these repetitive behaviors that are representative of your worth. Stepping into worthiness is about, again, it's about deciding. It's about breaking up with these small behaviors. Worthiness isn't waiting for someone to come along and declare you to be worthy. It's deciding from today on, I'm going to stop stop saying sorry for existing. Just really feel the difference and hold your own. They're beautiful words from Kay Tempest. Hold your own. So, so gorgeous. Hold your own. You exist, you belong, and you can't say sorry for existing. No more. You are here. We want you here. You have a contribution to make. Be unapologetic about that contribution you have to make. And you will turn other people on. And most importantly, you will turn yourself on. Which brings me to my fifth point. 
Step into ownership. Own all of your identity. Own all of your phases. Own all of your facets and your textures and your colors and your preferences and your likes and your dislikes. Be unapologetic about all of that within yourself. Stop saying sorry that you don't like certain things. Stop saying in emails, unfortunately, no. No more unfortunately, just which way is it? I am unable to do this. Practice in the spoken word, practice in the written word. 400 sorries and 500 thank yous. And please let me bow down and make sure that you don't think that I'm unpalatable. No more. Step into ownership so we can see, hear, and feel you. What woman do you want to be? And when you think about the woman that you want to be, would she really be walking around saying sorry every five minutes? I'm willing to bet that she's not. And she wouldn't. Because the woman that you want to be has already decided to be unapologetic. I like her already. (laughs) Can you just be her now? (laughs) Yes, you can. You can decide to be her now. This is the trap of the mask of palatability. I can't possibly take this mask off now. I'll take it off when this thing happens, when that thing happens. I'll take it off when I get this proof that it's safe to take it off. It rarely feels safe. But aren't you sick of playing it safe? Aren't you sick of being boring? Aren't you sick of being the freaking cracker rather than being some exotic dish with all these like flavors and textures and unami, like just all like everything activated. Don't you want to be that? Please say yes. (laughs) And if you don't want to be that, then again, not sure why you're listening to this or why you're in my field. These are the women I work with. These are the women that I'm calling in the women that can't really work out the gap between where they are and why they can't be unapologetic, why they can't be fully expressed, why they can't remove the mask of palatability. I hope those five steps helped you. And if you want more, I need to tell you something because I've been keeping another bloody secret, (laughs) a really big one as well. I have a 12-month program and it's called Unveiled and it is just exquisite. It's for change makers and action takers who still can't access the secrets to becoming fully expressed in their identity. It's an intimate group and over 12 months, we are journeying together to go through my six codes. My six codes will tell you what you need to access to be the unveiled woman. She's unapologetic. She's sovereign. She knows her body. She knows all the parts of herself. She's connected. She's in her self-actualization. She flows. She's magnetic. And she knows her eroticism. Yes, yes, yes. We are getting started in April and I would love for you to apply. So it's application only. And when I read your application, 
I will let you know if this is a good fit for you. So what I'm checking with your application is whether you are really ready to fully meet yourself. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the women that are completely ready to meet themselves. Because that is very, very, very sexy. And that makes the work so much more potent and powerful. If you want to read more about the elements required to become unveiled and apply, the link is in my show notes. Or you can head to laurenwhite.com.au slash unveiled. So we're only open for applications for another week because it's time to get started and there is space for you. But I want to emphasize the, the intimacy part. This work is very intimate. You're going to see and be seen for one year and the pinnacle is being able to retreat with me. If you can't come in person, we will do it virtually for you. So get your applications in. I can't wait to hear how you're ready to be unapologetic and to stop saying sorry. (laughs) You're so ready to become unveiled. I will really see you soon. (music) Thank you.